We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hello, we are back with another episode of Dice It Up. Uh, Ice is busy in a camp in Florida, um, but she's back in the States, like we said last episode, and I'm joined by an incredible guest. I've been following her for years. Uh, She used to be at SB Nation. She's a former Duke Blue Devil, uh, was better than JJ Redick. Um, Now she works for The Athletic covering women's basketball. Uh, you can find all her stuff there and on Twitter. She's amazing. Sabrina Merchant, welcome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, the very, very flattering introduction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just got to throw out JJ Reddick. Maybe uh, we should get him on the pod at some point. Um, were, were you at school with him at the same time or no? No, no. He's a little oh. bit older than me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like, I just remember him shaping my formative years of basketball. Like, oh my God, I'm half white. I could be that. Then I realized, like, I'm not nowhere near that good. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I guess but, you just have to follow the media superstar part of his life. You know, that's the one. Yeah, I guess I'm more so just, I see his ads on DraftKings where he's just standing there looking so stoic. And and he's telling you what, what plays to pick. And I'm like, uh, JJ, weird. Okay. <laughs> um, is it true that he got interviewed for... A coaching job or something like yeah yeah he was interviewed for i think the raptors coaching job wild i uh i don't see it but uh we're not here to talk about <laughs> men um we're here to talk about the WNBA, and because we're what three weeks into the season um 20 of the way in it feels good to kind of have a litmus test of where teams are at and i i've Definitely can speak my mind and be a hater a lot of the times, but um, I definitely want to get your thoughts on who's kind of exceeded your expectations so far. Yeah, so I would say first things first, the Seattle Storm have exceeded my expectations, which I realize is a weird take considering they're two and seven and just got absolutely clobbered by the Aces last night. 
but I legitimately thought this was going to be one of the worst teams I was going to have to watch over the last 10 years of WNBA basketball, just looking at their roster. And maybe that was, uh, maybe that was a little harsh, but sure. now that they're doing, you know, this small lineup and they're playing Jordan Horston at the four and just really leaning into that pace and transition offense and being super aggressive and disruptive on defense. Again, this all does not include how they played against the aces last night, other than like the first 15 minutes, but Basically, you put them against a team not named Las Vegas, and they're competitive, and that's not yeah. something I was expecting. So, yeah, number one, uh, Seattle Storm. Good yeah, I mean, did single digits in, I think, every game. Um, mm-hmm. And they should have beat Washington had they not started off awful uh, the second time they played them. Uh, and the first time they played them, they didn't have Joe Lloyd. Um, right. They still came within six. I uh, I do love some of those pieces. Um Doikic, am I pronouncing it right? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, Doikic, they call her uh, Evie there, which honestly, Noelle Quinn started talking about her at the, yesterday's press conference, and it took me like six minutes to figure out who she was talking about. <laughs> Evie, wow, okay. Evie, yeah. All right, I dig it. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it was, uh, I, I, when you have that good of a last name, it's it's hard to even like gather the first name. Um, yeah. I, like the, there's a guy at ESPN who texted me yesterday, it was like, who's this Doikic girl? And I was like, I, I guess he was on the aces last night. Um, and the first half looked a little testy until the last three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I do want to, before I forget, like Becky did not need to be playing Kelsey, Candace, Chelsea in the fourth quarter. So late. I understand getting some chemistry with some of the bench players, but like, mm-hmm. it just felt, it felt a little personal. Um, that it's personal like like you said they legitimately only have 10 players that's right? true yeah 10 healthy players and they're not going to be using like sydney colson i was delirious about to bring her up <laughs> minutes right so they get cardio yeah they're just trying to make a rotation out of those nine players and I, I think it's fair it's not like they were you know running it up or like deliberately pushing the pace by any means I, it's it's 10 games into the season you kind of just have to yeah. to let people go like if she had like called yeah. a challenge in the fourth quarter, I think, <laughs> I think we could have gotten in her face about it. You're right. You're right. Thank you for setting expectations. I mean, I, yeah. God forbid anyone gets hurt. That I I'm always thinking ten steps forward. Um, I would be mad if I if I was heavily invested in the Aces, but yeah, I mean, I it does make sense. Uh, and Raquana Williams isn't playing. Yeah, they have a they have a lot. Um, yeah, I I guess I've never been the the biggest fan of Mercedes Russell and seeing Jordan Horston expand uh, not only the spacing of that team, Mm -hmm. but um, all the reps she's going to get is going to be extremely beneficial for her development. So I'm with it. And I mean, Jewel, who doesn't love Jewel? So who doesn't love Jewel? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the scoring chase though, it's uh, it's coming down in a hurry. The what? The scoring chase. She's, she's not going to get it. They're, the shots are just going to be yeah. too inefficient. Like, God bless, yeah. you know, Shade Melbourne and Toykich for trying to get her the ball as much as possible, but I, it's not going to happen. Yeah, you're not going to be guarded by Kelsey Plum and getting post-ups. That, that was just yeah. a wild look last night. Uh, yeah, we are recording this on Friday, June 16th. Um, after the Aces game, the wild uh, dream sun game. That um, was nuts. And the fever game winner. Love them. I do want to get your takes on the fever. Uh, I was calling for playoffs. I have 
actual money invested on them making the playoffs, money invested on them winning at least eight games. Um, Sorry, I think, at least eight games that there was money on that? Yeah. Their line was at seven and a half at seven win. Seven and a half. I know. And there's 40 games. It's like. Oh, my gosh. I I put the most possible, like, whatever they limited me to, I put mm-hmm. down. Um which is unfortunate. I would love to have bet more. And in hindsight, I should have just bet 10 and a half like it was everywhere else. But uh, I like to shop. So one, did you expect this from Aaliyah to be this polished already? And I know she's had some games where she's in foul trouble and then put up some of the great Mm -hmm. numbers, but some of these, moments that she's having at the end of games getting huge boards getting putbacks blocks uh just stuff that i definitely wouldn't expect from a rookie yeah i mean i always thought her positioning was really good in college and just the fact that there were thirty thousand people in the paint at all times kind of obscured the fact that Uh, she could score you know like i don't want to just parrot don staley's words but there was a lot of junk being thrown at her at south carolina and it was kind of hard to see like through the forest like because there was just a lot of bodies being thrown at her all the time and i didn't expect her to be like you know posting up elizabeth williams and winning that matchup like that is something that first of all indiana chicago two of the best games of the season already. yeah i don't know if this is turning into like a nice little midwest rivalry or if we can count on this later but let's sign me up for as many of those as possible but yeah i mean i, I expected Aaliyah to have more offense than she did in college, especially just because she was going to get the ball a lot more, um, which why wasn't she getting the ball more? It's an entirely different question for South Carolina. But to be doing this against like legitimately good defensive centers, I am blown away. And like the putback that she had at the end against uh, Chicago last night, mm-hmm. is that the one that put them up two before Dana Evans tied the game again? I can't remember uh, the exact sequence of events, but no, I mean, it was Nalissa had it last night, but in the first okay. game, it would have been a game winner. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah, I mean those games are so similar. Uh, yeah, and, you know, I, I I want to say the scores were almost exactly similar too. Yeah, I think we kind of all expected Aaliyah to be more of a force defensively to begin with, and like the the points in the paint that Indiana is allowing this year versus last is dramatically different. I don't attribute that entirely to Aaliyah because I also think Funeg was a pretty good defensive center, and just in her second year, having forty minutes of good defense at the center position is oh. just really underrated. I. I don't think a lot of teams have just that capability. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't really know what to say about it. Like she, she came in with this number one hype. I mean, I don't think anyone thought she was going to be Asia Wilson good as a number one pick, which I think is just the most obvious comparison because of the South Carolina mm-hmm. connection. But like, she's already an all-star consideration. I'm not counting the fan vote. I'm just saying like, because of her production and she legitimately makes a difference when she's on the court. I know the on-offs don't look great because I don't, entirely know what Chrissy size events rotation is from one night to another so it's, yeah. it's a little weird to try to navigate but like she's a force that you have to reckon with already on the block and if you're already thinking about throwing doubles at her this early in her career like that's that's wild yeah it's kind of giving me goosebumps because I, I I don't want to say I was a hater by any means mm-hmm. I just had significant doubts game one I bet her points under so we're not going to yeah. see this yet <laughs> um and she continues to defy expectations. She makes she makes plays that I wouldn't expect a a center to make, let alone a rookie Yo, center. Really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just love 
it feels like the the team just has a built-in chemistry already that she is heavily involved in um mm-hmm. like throwing backdoor passes to grace Berger, like uh, i i just i find it impossible to not root for this team mm-hmm. um and not i would miss a liberty game to watch some fever games at this point um so, I mean, depending on what who the Liberty play, you know what sure. I mean? Uh, and I'm a season ticket holder. I support the the Libs, you know, but but gosh, I love it. Kelsey Mitchell is somewhat probably not producing at the same level, but mm-hmm. you know what you're going to get with her. Um, Erica Wheeler's been surprising to me. Like, I always kind of felt like it was a very inef- inefficient type of player, Westbrook-ish, mm-hmm. but um, – been making really clutch plays i gotta look at some clutch stats for indiana i know you you uh you wrote about chicago's clutch stats because uh, mm-hmm. i feel like those two teams are just in close games all the time, time. <laughs> yeah. so just no separation whatsoever and as somebody who bets on the fever a lot uh it's so stressful i gotta i gotta do some some better things for my health with that uh, but uh I'm trying to think of any other takeaways I have from them or what I would like to see. I would like to see more forward. Grace Berger because mm. this is not, this is not the season, right? Like maybe you'll make the playoffs sure. this year. I don't know if that's the ideal outcome to make the playoffs because then again, who knows who's actually going to come out in this year's draft. Like I think you'll get enough good players to where you'll want a lottery pick, but Eric Willie is not the point guard of the future. Like she must have the greatest personality in the WNBA <laughs> because teams just keep coming after her over and over again. And like, for three quarters, I'm watching her and I'm just like, give me a rookie point guard. You know, like there's other yeah. things that we could do here. But then, you know, she's she's got a nice settling presence at the end of games. I think she does kind of just like act as the adult in the room. And you, you do need that. Like there are a lot of very young players on the fever. And Kelsey Mitchell is, even though she's very clearly the best player on Indiana still, like she's not the the vocal, like, yeah. get your shit together person like Erica Wheeler is. Yeah, I mean, and it's needed. Um, every team needs that, but especially those young players. So, mm-hmm. so I get it. Um, I do want to talk about a player that you are familiar with, based on our previous conversations, because mm-hmm. um, I think we have to mention what happened last night. And I was, I was sad that Indiana was playing the villain in the situation, but what Marina Mabry did last night, <laughs> I like. You know those games where someone is just in the zone mm-hmm. and and they're going against your team and you know whatever they put up, it's like that's in. I, I I had zero doubts about every shot she put up um in that second half. The third quarter was a was a piece of art, and I didn't expect this team to be a three point shooting team at all. I thought it was mm-hmm. just a ton of mid range queens. And I and I'm and that's fine. Uh, but what they're getting from her and Dana um, and cause shoot the ball pretty well this year too. Uh, mm-hmm. I just, I do want to give her flowers and say that she's worth every penny. I will say she's worth every penny that they gave her the picks. Still not yeah. convinced. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like this upcoming draft is any good, right? It's the 2025 uh, <laughs> swap. It's the 2025 oh. swap. Yeah. Well, mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, then again. If you swap your way out of the number one pick in the 2025 draft, 
that is unconscionable. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to reserve judgment until it actually happens. But as long as that possibility is on the table, I'm still anti whatever, you know, machinations have to go through to make that sign and trade happen. Because like I've talked to other front offices who were in the major business and they were just floored by what Chicago did to get her. And I love Mabry. Very, very big Marina Mabry fan. (laughs) It was a lot. Yeah, mayor of Mabry Island, Sabrina mm-hmm. Merchant. And, yeah, that's one. but I mean, a lot of people were, I mean, I, I think she was trending last night, should have been. Um, I do see Chicago hitting a wall at some point, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this, this style of play is sustainable. It just feels like a fun team but they have to work so hard and it looked fluid last night but that's against you know a lot of young defenders probably not the best defenders for mm-hmm. my caldwell was just getting dragged by marina last night yeah um but i i do think they need to i mean izzy's coming back at some point maybe this year so that'll probably help to just add some balance um but i was a big chicago hater coming in the year uh definitely exceeded my expectations so Flowers to Marina and the crew. Um, Wintrust is, it looks like good vibes in there. Yeah, I do think that they need a little bit more depth to be playing the style that they are. It's just a little too frenetic defensively to subsist on like a six and a half player rotation. Like, what does yeah. Taylor Soul have to do to get on the court when you're playing six players? Like, I think she could have helped. <laughs> yeah. Robin Parks isn't going to start the game three from four from three uh, every time either. Um, Honestly, not, not a bad three-point shooter this season, Robin Parks. No, amazing. games where you look at it and it's like, oh, I think she hit three threes against the Liberty in that she did. Um, you know, comeback when they had in New York. Uh, but uh, when you have – I mean, Dana, Dana's in that same mood too, of just like coming in off the bench and just like exceeds – exudes confidence. Uh, it's, it's fun. Um, but I want to get to the bad. I okay. love <laughs> – I love being a hater and there's no one um, I've hated more on this year <laughs> than the Washington mystics who play in uh, it's 123 Now they play in like five hours against uh, probably Brittany Grinderless Phoenix Mercury. Yep. And I do think there's a chance they could still lose this game. I really no. do. No, I really do. <laughs> I really do. I just like, isn't it in Washington? It is. All the way across the country. You trip off for a second. We good? Oh, uh, yeah, we're back. Sorry. My bad. Wi-Fi can't really do anything about it. <laughs> I think it might be me, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... So you were saying Mystics. you think that the Mystics could still lose against the Brittany Kreinerless? Yeah, I don't know, maybe. And I won't cut <laughs> Maybe this. that's why the beat should have um, I'm not wagering any money on this game at all outside of the under. I think it's going to be disgusting. But, um, and Natasha Cobb <clears throat> may not play, I guess, just a recent update. So... Oh, okay. Yeah, questionable with an ankle injury. Um... Outside of like not having consistent shooters, no backup point guard, um, and just the weirdest flow on offense, not getting into the post enough. I could go on and on, but what is your right now 
from what you've watched, the biggest problem with the Washington Mystics? I mean, can I just say offense? Like, I think that's yeah. all everything. <laughs> everything, yeah. So I, I mean, cards on the table, I was pretty high on the Mystics coming into the season. I thought they were going to finish with a better record than the Liberty just because they had all the continuity. And this was a team that just really executed well last year. Like, I didn't think their ceiling was particularly high, but you know, you get Elena on the court, just really hard guard, Shakira's getting better. And then just like three shooters around them that or three theoretical shooters around them. Like it's not, it's not a bad template. Um, the problem is that none of those players are actually shooters. They walk the ball up the court most of the time. There's no transition whatsoever. I thought Sykes was going to help with that. Yeah. He's like very minimally <laughs> affected that. It's not really anything. Um, Ariel Atkins, like, I, I've asked multiple Washington Mystic feet writers if she's suffering from some nagging injuries that they haven't told us about because she doesn't look anything close to the player she was last year. Like, there's no burst. There's no lift. Like, she's not hitting a damn thing. And even, like, on the defensive end, she's not making an impact, like, as a playmaker. So they can't get out in transition because they're just not, like, forcing enough turnovers. It's, it's just ugly. It's really, really ugly. And I probably just underestimated the coaching change right like Mike Tebow has had Eric on his staff for 10 years yeah. been around for a very long time all the players hyped him up adored him but like maybe it's a bad thing when your coaching search only involves the son of the guy who just left maybe yeah. the process should have cast a wider net yeah uh I'm I'm doing this like funny tear image for next week and oh yeah last one was great <laughs> he's I just I created a category just called or a tier just called Kendall Roy and it's Kendall oh, and him. Kendall him and Sophie. Um, oh, so I, I, I got to put Sophie in. a little bit this week, a little bit. Sophie looks good. Um, she, I think she cares like, Oh yeah. She just hoops and off court, whatever. But, um, but yeah, poor oh, Kendall, Kendall, Tebow, uh, God, um, I, I feel bad for the things I'm saying, but I I don't see a confident coach out there. I don't I see someone who has like the the Eli Manning face sometimes, you know, like mm -hmm. just the the there just seems to be a disconnect. And I mean, reading uh, a lot of like what Kareem Copeland tweets from like quotes from players about practice, uh, I don't see that anywhere else. I haven't seen that in years about practices having lack of focus, people not locking in, uh, having to reset. It's like if you're professional athletes, a lot of you have played together. Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, the continuity. A this lot not, of you have played together. Yeah. It's not like, you know. That's why Tiana Hawkins and like Walker <laughs> Cremor and everybody are on this roster because you've all played together. Which, I mean, I just want to say this here before we get further Mystic sure. Stack. The number of teams that had an opportunity to sign a hardship pig that was not Emily Angsler. What is going on? I don't get it. Please um, play her as Cheryl Reed. Yeah. Also, uh, put Odyssey Sims on this team. Oh, I mean, yeah. like the production from that bench is good for think. maybe four minutes a game, and it's Lee Mong and maybe Tiana Hawkins. Uh, Maisha Hans Allen is probably still coming back from injury. Like, mm -hmm. so I want to, I'll give her some, some slack, but it's not looking great. A lot of turnovers. Um, Christy Tolliver just doesn't have it anymore. She has it when I'm betting against her. She scares yeah. me. Like, <laughs> if I, 
I bet on her for two games and like I think she was 0 for 8. Um it, Mystics have covered one spread, uh, and that was without Joel Lloyd. Um or no, that was that was when Joel Lloyd came back. They barely covered a spread. So one game since they beat the Liberty. Of their all their games, every single one has gone under. Credit to their defense, but that also means you can't score. Um, they're a couple shots away. Um, them and like it's the same thing with the Fever. Fever like a few plays away from being like fourth in standings, and Mystics are a few plays away from being like ten. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so it's I I would be I with where the expectations they probably set on themselves are. They're probably already pressing like some sort of panic button. Not, I'm, I'm sure they're professionals. They don't really panic, but they know something's off. Um, you can read it in the body language. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want. I never prey on anyone's downfall, mm-hmm. but uh, I sold all my stock. I tweeted it. I sold it all. I want nothing to do with the Mystics. Couldn't pay me to bet on them anymore. Yeah, it's just like you said. The vibes are off. It's not a. It doesn't look like a fun hang, and. No. I mean, they all wanted to play with each other again, right? So I don't, I don't get entirely what has happened there. But there's just too much talent, honestly. For yeah, me. he's gonna last all year, and maybe you know, rookie head coach just got to give him some time to figure it yeah. out. But yeah, the the whole second place in WME standings, I feel, I feel silly about that. This is not a, a commissioner's cup team. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, and haven't even talked about how great Shakira has been like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, jury's out on who won the Ryan Howard trade still, in my opinion, you know, like I have no mm-hmm. idea who's going to be better in five years, but um, cause I see flashes from both, but right now development wise, I think I can see more from Shakira. So I just feel like a lot of potential could be wasted on a, on an awesome year where you finally have one of the premier players of this league's history healthy for a full year right um, a blossoming sophomore um a point guard who says they're a shooter and right <laughs> yeah um but yeah moving on from from the mystics uh i i mean it's I, a disappointment I, bowl tonight right <laughs> yeah so i mean it's like wow like directly into um, I mean, I've said stuff about Vanessa too. She may or may not be. She was on the last graphic in Deep Sigh, um, but I, I get, I get awful vibes from this team. Awful. When was the last time we got good vibes from a Phoenix team? That's true, and it's not their fault. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't mean to laugh. It's just like God. I mean, they've been. She specifically, like mm-hmm. horrible, horrible hand she's been dealt. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't know how they won some of the games they won last year. I don't know how they made the playoffs. Skylar. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no credit to Vanessa. <laughs> I, 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 um, I, it's just, I, I'm so scared for what they're going to look like tonight without Brittany on the court. Um, we saw it for a half against Seattle and I mean that was that was something I it felt like it was it was Sophie and and Suge Sutton just hanging out playing (laughs) and everybody else watching 
Um, so weird. She looks like Megan. <laughs> no, I mean Michaela's doing a little bit no, no, better. No, no. I mean, they played him even in the second half without VJ. Like it, it wasn't it wasn't horrible. Um, I think I say obviously VJ's having a great season. You know, like, yeah. Offensively, production has been really good. She's one of two good defensive players on this team, along with Brianna Turner. And the fact <laughs> so that one like, starter now. <laughs> yeah, the fact that Brianna Turner is also a good defensive player. Like I just think VJ is kind of more replaceable than like if you know Ooh. Sophie Cunningham is out for a game. Uh, because at least you have a player manning the middle who is very good defensive center and you just lean into that four shooters around her will just chuck up as many threes as possible and run you know like that's that's what phoenix did last year that's what they did in the bubble after bg left i mean there's there's at least a theory to it uh, it just relies on like sophie hitting a lot of shots and she yeah. a lot of shots and michaela hitting a lot. and like that's not unreasonable like they can hit shots but what's weird is Phoenix has shot the ball incredibly well this year, and they still lose all of these games because one, Diana has been terrible, um, but they don't they don't rebound the ball, which doesn't help with that much. Um, they don't hold on to the ball; <laughs> they just turn it over all the time. And their transition defense is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> because every time they turn the ball over, it's like, oh, DT is complaining to the ref, so we're already yeah. down five. <laughs> I mean, I, I, maybe she's earned the right to, to not ever get back on defense. And, like, sure. it's always funny when I see tweets about, like, oh, look at this Diana Taurasi block. It's like, why was she even there? You know, like, <laughs> she's so out of position. But uh, I – the one thing about the, the replacement of BG with Brianna Turner is, like, BG is going the free throw line more than anybody in the league. Which, God, the refs, a lot of pity calls, I guess. Um, I just got to say it. Some of these fouls are not fouls, but I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Turner's only taken two shots this year or made two shots. Yeah, it's uh, like I, I used to joke about her offensive just aggression or lack thereof, but it's become a real problem. Yeah. I mean, you have to be able to be serviceable. I mean, like, I think comps Clint Capella back when he was no one, <clears throat> Harden got him to do one thing. Um, people who listen know that I still have, I still fanboy out over James. And, and the wonder the years. In the back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but like Clint was, I mean, Harden was able to make players who didn't really have anything just put them in a right place to score. And she is in the right place a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. It's just zero awareness to look at the goal and go make something happen. And with what you're getting from everybody else, uh, I don't know. I, maybe they need Meg Gustafson to just become the GOAT again, you know? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I believe in her run this lob play with Brianna Turner mm. and like that was something you know the yeah. uh I just I really do think that they miss her so much just setting up the offense organizing things putting a little bit of pressure on the rim um, kind of forcing Turner to like ever think about scoring the ball they just haven't replaced that I mean I like watching Suge she's not a point guard yeah is and like you said, it's fun to like just watch her and Sophie hang out, but like they're not doing well in her minutes. Um, I mean, they're not doing well in anybody's minutes, so that's that's unfair. Yeah. But yeah, just I I kind of think you just got to go, you know, 
rangy and like play as many wings as possible and limit Diana's minutes just a little, you know, Caddy Sissoko has been like, okay, you know, yeah, she yeah, actually. Week, but uh, she's got this one right-hand drive that I guess has not been scouted yet. Cause nobody watched USC play last year. <laughs> I like watching her. She works hard on defense. Nobody else on Phoenix works hard on defense. So yeah, I mean, I don't expect a lot out of this team. I think, you know, I do think these weekly rankings at the athletic, I think they're going to yeah. show up 12th this week, <laughs> depending on what happens yeah. in this Washington game. But it's, yeah, I don't really know what the solution is. I, unless Skylar decides to come back from maternity leave, which I don't think she is, uh, this is kind of just what this team is going to look like. Yeah, it's, they're missing that. I think they're missing someone who can, can do a little creation with size. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it, it's her, um, but what Dierka and Hamby look like against the Wings, I think would be like absolutely perfect on this team. Um, someone who's competent, can score, and doesn't try to do too much offensively, just takes her moments. Um, and then defensively is not a liability because um, there's way too much of that happening. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think, uh, I mean, we had Cindy Brunson on the show mm, a month ago, and mm-hmm. I mean, she was like, you know, you know, Phoenix nervous playoffs. And I was sitting there looking at the odds, and I was like, God, plus eight hundred to miss the playoffs. It looks really amazing, but maybe BG is going to be BG. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's I kind of in BG. Like that's what's yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's just uh, Diana is not old. Diana, I don't know what Diana is. Um, I mean, that was, was hard to watch. Yeah. yeah. This is also a team that like traditionally does poorly to start the season. So maybe they'll ramp up. But like they also did poorly in Sandy Brondello teams. Yeah, and I, I'm willing to give Vanessa Nygaard grace because I think she did the very best she could with whatever happened last year. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she shouldered as much, you know, of that media responsibility that she did, like she tried to take it away from the players as much as possible. And I think that was really remarkable and to be commended just – the emotional burden she took on last year, but we're like hitting the point where like, I have to start figuring out what kind of basketball coach she is. And like, all I know is that, you know, Kurt Miller runs the same set to free Lexi Brown for like four straight threes in one half of a game and no adjustment has been made. So like, are the players not listening to her or is it, you know, I don't don't know what's happening there. Uh, It's very uh, middle school-esque. We're going to run our two, three. We're going to get killed on the boards, but if they miss shots, we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, it's, it's hard to watch, but, um, but I digress. We digress. Let's talk about some happy things. I've been wondering your thoughts on this next question for a long time. Um, I asked you like at least two weeks ago Yeah. and you're like, do you want me to tell you now? And I was like, no, I want to wait. Um, and I, it's been bugging me cause I like, I'll, <laughs> I'll read your tweets or your stuff and I'm like, I don't know who she likes, uh, but I don't want to guess either. So Give me your top, we'll say three for MVP right now. If there's a close tie for third, that's okay. fine. We can put four, but would love to hear it. Yeah. So um, this is not super interesting, I think. Yeah. But my, yeah. my top three are Stewie, Asia, and Jackie Young. Mm-hmm. So in your mind, is from a, a pure just looking at the landscape of, of how mm-hmm. the vote works and, and media works, a lot of talk about 
I mean, I get asked this too, just from a betting perspective, is like, are votes going to be taken away from, from Asian Jackie or Stewie and, and I'm like, and <laughs> like, have you, have you watched this team? Um, she goes one for 14 last night and they still, or two nights ago and they still almost yeah. win. Um, but I, I do worry about how much of a burden she has on her already. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously Sabrina had those few amazing games um, and dealing with a hamstring too. Sabrina's also had some games where she's kind of uh, non-existent. Um, yeah, but I think it's trending up, you know, yeah. the last few games. She's figuring yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah, and not 100% healthy. Uh, I do worry about just how John Quell's being used, but for MVP purposes, I, I think I'm with you. Um, it's just hard to look at what Jackie's doing at the consistent basis and how well she's shooting and scoring. And I just, I, I think we've reached the point with Jackie of like, I know I'm getting at least 20 from her solid defense and hustle plays and just smart mm-hmm. plays. It's like, she doesn't have too many negative things happen in a game. Yeah. <laughs> like even Asia got like stuff by a Z or we'll have a couple turnovers, but like Jackie is the quietest 20 something point scorer I've seen in the last five years, maybe um, I'm trying mm-hmm. to think the last person, but uh, it's hard to argue um, with the numbers she's putting up. Yeah, I'm not worried about the cannibalizing of votes because Kelsey Plum finished third last year and Asia still won. So mm-hmm. I don't think they're really going to get in each other's way. Like the aces are so good that having two candidates from the team just, I think it's okay just based on their is. dominance over the rest of the league. Uh, I mean, I don't know like if, I don't think Asia has been as productive as she was last year just yet, but there's a lot of you know season to go. So I'm sure she could easily get back onto the, yeah. you know, third MVP in four years and WNBA voters love, 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 love the best player on the number one seed. It's their favorite thing to mm-hmm. pick in terms of MVP. So if the aces are back on the top line, then, you know, I think it's going to be one of Wilson yeah. or insert secondary player here, but probably Asia. And I mean, like you said about Jackie, she's, I think about the 2019 draft a lot because, you know, it was Crazy. supposed to be the Sabrina draft. Right. And then she, they lose in the final four and she decides to come back and there's like that, those four days of just, well, who's, who's Vegas going to pick now? <laughs> like it was supposed to yeah. be Sabrina. And, you know, there was the argument for like Arike or Nafisa Collier. And you watch the first couple of years, like after they got drafted. And it was just, why did they take Jackie Young? You know, <laughs> like what, what were they really thinking? And what a difference it has been from Bill Ambeer to Becky Hammond. My goodness, nobody has benefited more from that than Jackie Young. And it's just like, obviously, why wouldn't you want a player like this who's six feet tall, who can bully any guard you put in front of her, who just relentlessly gets the paint over and over again, who makes no drama whatsoever, who's shooting 45% from three now, and it looks good every single time. Like, I think the only, like, mistake she made in last night's game was she took a couple pull-up threes in transition that were just, like, dagger shots. And it's, I mean, she's open. Why not? Yeah. I mean, they've used her to guard Stewie, and, like, it doesn't look overwhelming you know in like past mm-hmm. years uh i just i don't know i think she's like the perfect type of player like that's that wing you know if, if this were an nba team jackie young would be by far the number one like everybody wants that player yeah but because the WNBA is more like 
power forward tilted. Like yeah. every team's best player is there for. She just doesn't get talked about that way, but she's, she's incredible. She's yeah. so good. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I mean, I think you reminded me that, that building beer drafter number one, like it's, I think it's a common, like super easy to forget uh, because she just wasn't the household name that some of these players who were drafted number one, mm-hmm. um, shout out Charlie Collier. Uh, <laughs> but uh, draft fit of any number one pick though. I will always give her that. Yeah. That's a, that's a longhorn. Um, yeah. Shout out to Bill. Great draft pick. Um, huge. So we got that. Um, I get it with Asia. I do. Um, I had somebody ask me the other day, like, I got a text. It was during the Sky Liberty game mm-hmm. um, from somebody who works at uh, a casino. I was like, I need to move Kalia Copper's MVP odds. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't, man. Go go look at some stats, and they're not going to finish higher than four, if that. So, no. Um, but MVP out the way. We're not going to discuss Rookie of the Year. We kind of got into that already. Um, yeah. Most improved player, which I find very interesting. Um, for me, it's Satu. Um, mm-hmm. But I could also see Shakira. Um, you could literally make the argument for Jackie Young again. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, and there's somebody else that came to mind that I'm blanking on right now. Alana Smith. Um, yes, 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 yeah. yes. Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I, I expect her to have bad games all the time. Like just watching like her play. I just don't know how she makes so many plays so consistently um, from shooting to defense, to passes, to finishing. I, I'm, so impressed but then you watch satu play and it's it's like okay like you're close to you know being a top five for mvp yeah so with satu i'm almost of the belief that she's just finally getting to be used and like is also healthy like i don't know what exactly was happening in dallas the last couple years i feel like i've said this on too many occasions to count but there just wasn't an understanding that, oh, this is our best player. We should yeah. be running things through her. And LT has at least figured that part out. You know, like, mm. let's just give Sandy the ball and let her let her cook a little. Um, Sometimes. So I, I, think that's a fair, I think that's a fair choice. Um, I'm obviously a little biased towards some LA people. I think I think Jordan Canada has been really improved oh. this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lexi Brown, I kind of think, is more of a, a role change. She mm. just gets utilized more in the offense, which I mean, who knew that Kurt Miller was going to be utilizing a three point shooter this much in his offense, like to actually space the floor, but you do you Kurt. Um, But yeah, I think, I think Alana Smith is uh, just, I almost like don't want to pick her because like she's improving off of like nothing. There was, there was maybe a bakery before this. Whereas Satu like has a meaningful progression in her stats. Uh, And I kind of like the idea of jumping from, I mean, she was already an all-star one year. Yeah. And she's become an MVP, all WNBA worthy type player. I, I'm much more interested in that jump than mm-hmm. not in the league to we can play you, you know? So I think, I think Satu is the right pick right now, but there's, there's a lot of time left. Yeah. I mean, I, I did uh, place a responsible wager on Jordan Canada to score 20 points tonight. It was like six to one odds um, because of Lexi Brown being out. Um, 
it's very doable. Uh, I have mm-hmm. one friend who's been who's been like betting Jordan Canada unders the last few weeks, and he's like, "I'm done. I, I can't. <laughs> she won't stop scoring." I I cannot believe how consistent she's been. I'm waiting for the the fall off at some point. It's just not happening. Um, I mean, we get the the turnovers where she tries to do too much. And that's, you know, it's going to happen. But I think she's also earned that right at this point because yeah. uh, she's still producing. Um, mm-hmm. Also didn't know Lexi scored inside the three-point line from just watching last year, you know. Um, I Sparks are fun. Yeah. Most improved They're, team. Uh, most improved team. No, that's Indiana. Indiana is. That's true. That's true. Indiana was overall. unwatchable. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's crazy to think about who were coaches in this league a few years ago. Um, no disrespect to Marion Stanley. She just, she just, uh, I was, I don't know how to say it. Um, she gave me the cold shoulder in person one time, and I just tried to tell her good game when they beat New York last year. Um, but that's all good. I hope I don't, I don't know what she's doing right now, but she ends up listening to this somehow. Hi, Marion. Well, Christy Sides and Kurt Miller are just so vastly improved over Carlos Knox and Derek Fisher and Brett Williams. Derek Fisher. Um, yeah. He's also, he also made my tier list too uh, for next week. Just a little bonus. Oh, I really me. look forward to this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Um, so I was running out of like a few ideas and then I like, I have a notes app thing where I store uh, funny stuff I can come up with, but I guess save it for later. Um, I, I'm like debating whether to leave uh, a picture making fun of that the, this whole baby Gronk thing um, in or out in or out, but I think I'm gonna leave it in because it's like I don't know. There's it's half topical, apparently. Half, yeah. yeah, half the people on Twitter think that this this is serious, um, and like I the first two lines probably are outside of like the dog, and um, I think I, I was gonna put Quesarito on there for Jokic. Big, big week for the Quesarito. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but hey, um, do want to do one fun question before I let you go? Uh, you're only allowed to eat at one fast food restaurant for the rest of your life. Like, mm. which one do you pick? Um, well, this is hugely locally biased, but In and Out. Mm. Yeah. Waterburger family, um, yeah. all my Texas people, uh, they're so proud of Waterburger versus In and Out. It's both, a good burger, you know, they're both great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And one is significantly cheaper, actually. Um, economics. Uh, so yeah, uh, great. I, for me, it's uh, no, I can't say Chick Fil A. I'm working there. Right I was going to say that sounds no, like a conflict of interest. <laughs> yeah, cannot do it. Um, yeah, now that that's out of my life, I'm just uh, always happy after eating a burger. Like I don't know what it is, mood wise, it just works. You know, I've kind of converted to Shake Shack. Being mm. in New York, it's um, you know, I could get three in and outs for Shake Shack. <laughs> dang, yeah, I mean, it's really what it is. <laughs> there's nothing worse than like getting getting my receipt from Shake Shack or seeing all the apartments that my wife sends over to me that are definitely out of budget that she thinks that like magically I'm just gonna say yes to. And okay. <laughs> But anyways, um, everyone, go follow Sabrina. She's amazing on Twitter. She's an amazing writer. Um, Love all her stuff. Uh, Also hilarious. So um, thanks for hanging out. And uh, we'll have to do it again later. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Maybe we can get uh, more of the crew together next time.